You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. You know, I had to call Xfinity in preparation for my new job and move the router, rotor, router, router, however you fucking say it, upstairs into the office. It was downstairs because I have to hardwire into it. And it is, it, it's now next to my microphone, and I tested it last night when I did my radio show, but it makes this, like, noise, like a humming. It's very faint. The recording doesn't pick it up, but it's annoying to me. And so last night, I tried to move it, and I accidentally unplugged everything, and it took me forever to do my radio show because I couldn't figure out what went where, when really there was just one plug connected down below that would have fixed everything. But that's neither here nor there. So hopefully it doesn't pick up on this recording. I feel like I have to talk louder to talk over it, which is something I'm definitely going to have to get over. Hi, guys. It's Monday morning for me. I was going to record some of this over the weekend, but it just didn't work out that way. And then today I do start my new job, but I just have to go pick up my equipment today. So technically I start tomorrow. So I'm just going to try to get a head start on recording this now. We'll see how it goes. I'm so mad that everything happened with Colton on the day that my podcast was released. I feel like some people don't understand how a podcast worked and that it's pre-recorded because someone was like, wait, what do you mean? It happened today and your podcast comes out today. I'm like, it's not a live show. Live in front of a studio audience of Benny and Chuck. That's it. So it came out on Wednesday. He came out on Wednesday on Good Morning America. It was pre-taped. But he had dropped this teaser the day before on for Good Morning America. And they were teasing that Colton's... I'm like pausing because my... God, my allergies are bad. So I like have to itch the back of my throat. They were teasing that Colton had some big announcement. Um, someone sent it to me and was like, do you think he's going to announce that he's gay? I'm like, 100%. And I feel like this shouldn't have been a big shock to people because he didn't he come out with a book. I never read it. But I remember like show prepping and reading things in the news about this book and about how when he was in high school or when he was playing football or sports or whatever, how he felt the urge, how he felt like he could possibly be attracted to men. So how were you comfortable saying that in your book, but you would have rather killed yourself then come out as gay it feels like the same thing to me I don't know maybe it's not I'm not I don't it just is like it feels very money grab it feels very attention seeking and it also feels very hey everyone was not liking me very much because I was stalking my ex-girlfriend she got a restraining order against me which those are hard to get I put a I put a uh, tracking device on her car and I look like a big dumb dickhead and so this is going to make people like me again and it did it worked for some people but it didn't work for everyone and it also just feels very like (sighs) very privileged like oh you're coming out and now all of a sudden you have this Netflix deal for a new show about life as a gay man like we we everyone what, what do you mean life is we We know what that's like. We all have gay. It's not like some like taboo thing that no one knows what it. No one knows a gay person. No one knows what it's like to be gay. Of course, I don't know what it's like to be gay, but I sure as hell do have a ton of gay friends. And I don't need to watch a Netflix documentary to understand what it's like to live life as a gay man from a guy that's been gay for like 0.2 seconds or at least out to the public. It's funny because I follow this Bachelor Nation account and I feel like it's the number one Bachelor Nation account, like the one that has the most followers, that has the most credible information. And I don't, 
she doesn't typically pop. I don't know if it's a she or he, but this account doesn't typically pop up on the top of my feed, but it did last week. So I was watching their stories and they were posting some very strong opinions about Colton coming out and just the way that he did it. And that's my thing. I'm so happy that he's living his truth. I'm so happy that he finally came out. He looks genuinely happy. Like the paparazzi went up to him and was like, you look happy, man. He's like, I am. I'm so happy that he's happy. I'm so happy that hey, he came out. It's just the way that he did it. And it's the timing and it's the Good Morning America and the Netflix series. It's just all of it. Like, come out a different way. I just didn't like the way that he did it. And I think that that is all because of Cassie and everything that went on with Cassie. And I just don't understand that whole thing. Here's my opinion. I think that Cassie was like his 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 disguise. She was the one that was keeping him from having to tell his secret from the world, from knowing his secret. And so when she ended things, he panicked because was he going to be able to get into a committed relationship with another woman to again be his mask? So when she said that she was going to leave him, he tried to do everything he could to keep her because he knew that if he didn't, like he was going to have to come out. He's in the public eye now. Hiding would be just 10 times more difficult than it was before. So he got super stalker on her. He got swim fan on her. He got fatal attraction on her, started putting tracking devices on her vehicles, sent her text messages that were threatening, but also sent himself threatening text messages from like a random Google number. So it looked like the same person was harassing them, went to the extremes, got a restraining order, fell off the face of the earth. We didn't hear from him for a really long time. Then he resurfaced to tell us that he got a Peloton, which is interesting. And then he slowly started posting things here and there, but he was not even a thought in my mind. He's not really involved in Bachelor Nation anymore. I mean, people pretty pretty much thought that he was crazy, which that's kind of how it seems. I mean, remember how obsessed he was with Cassie jumping over fences and stuff? Why that extreme? Benny, why are you playing with the noisiest toy? Why when I look, I didn't even think about this before. Why the in- extreme infatuation with Cassie canceling the show early, not dating anyone else, insisting that she's the one crying? How could you have felt that extreme infatuation with her when you probably weren't even attracted to her? I that's the part that is shocking to me. I'm excited to see who he dates. I'm excited to just see him live his life. Um, They are also talking about maybe making the first gay Bachelor season with Colton. I do not think that they should do that. Here's why. The Bachelor franchise needs to stop feeding bad situations, and this is a bad situation. Had Colton not stalked Cassie, totally different situation. But because he did, we can't now give him a platform to find love. You know, if you're going to do a first season with a gay Bachelor or Bachelorette, it can't be Colton. Which means they're not going to do it, at least not anytime soon, in my opinion. Y'all, my allergies. If you only knew how much I was pausing to scratch my throat and sneezing, it is fucking wild. Another thing that's funny is that clip that's going around. I'll post it to my Instagram, What the Chuck Podcast, so that you can see it. I didn't want to post it at first because I felt like it was... I didn't want to make fun of him coming out, and I kind of felt like that's why this was... That's what this was, which is why I saw it. I laughed. It was funny, but I didn't repost it. But I will repost it so that you can see it because it's crazy. So the guy that's on American Horror Story, um, he's on a couple seasons. I don't I forget his name. He also does a TikTok where he goes up to people and says really wild things and then like gives them a dollar or whatever. I want to say his name's Billy. Anyways, he was on Colton's season. And him and Chris Harrison were about to do a group date, like a sporting event. You know, they always have a guest host. And he says to Colton that he was like, I'm gay, by the way. And he was like, you should really try that out. He was like, the first gay bachelor, can you imagine? And Colton's reaction is like, he doesn't know what to do. 
you can tell that he's severely uncomfortable now looking back on it. And it's just crazy, like, <laughs> how it played out. Like, this aged well. And it's so funny to watch. And But I, I don't know why I felt weird about posting it. Like, I shared it with a couple of my friends, but I didn't want to post it. But I will post it for the sake of you seeing it for this podcast because... It's crazy how it all came full circle. Okay, I know where I was going with this. I got off topic. So the Bachelor Nation Instagram account, they were posting their opinions. They were saying Colton shouldn't be getting this platform because he did this, this, and this to Cassie. And all these Bachelor Nation people were like really coming for that account saying like, we don't we don't follow you for your opinions. And she was like, I'm sorry, I won't stand by and let this guy capitalize off of his platform when he was stalking this girl and she was terrified of him. And so I didn't realize that this account didn't previously post opinions but people like started unfollowing like crazy and whoever runs the account was like I'm losing all these followers I'm getting all these messages but I don't care not to say that I'm not happy for him but I don't think that it should be what it is I don't think he should be getting a Netflix show I don't think he should be getting considered to be the new first gay bachelor which I totally agree with her but I also feel like it might be an unpopular opinion I was talking to a few of my friends in a couple different group chats about this and um, one of the group chats specifically made a few good points about Colton And just about the whole situation. Anyways, I can go on and on and on about this topic. But the best thing that I did see was it's was a meme that said, like, it sucks because in girl world, Colton's a 10. But in gay world, he's a six, which has me really curious. Like, is he not hot? Like, do gay men not think that he's hot? Um, If anyone listening could let me know, that would be great because... (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. I can't wait to see who he's with. Lance Bass did an interview and was kind of talking about it and saying, you know, he pretended to be straight for so long and then he came out and he had a rough time at first. And so he kind of told Colton, like, brace yourself because you could feel the same. I'm like, "Mm, Lance Bass was my childhood crush. Colton is fine. So why don't you two just get together? I would love to see that. (laughs) So I took a break in between when I was recording earlier because... I had to eat breakfast and then Brett had to get in the office and so now he's gone and it's almost good that I can take a break in between each topic or like that I am taking breaks fuck (laughs) except for forgetting to turn all the settings back off but I can really run away with a topic like I can get sometimes it's just too much I'll listen to it back and I'll be like okay you could have stopped talking about this 10 minutes ago so this kind of keeps me keeps me more disciplined I obviously don't fucking laugh at me. I know you're noticing that there's something (laughs) I'm spitting all over the microphone. I had to put my Invisalign back in or my bite. Excuse me. What do you call it? I mean, it's Invisalign. What are they called? The clear braces as a whole. Because there's bite, there's Invisalign, there's smile direct. And I feel like when I say bite, some people might not understand, but it's Invisalign is obviously like universal. So I put it back in. I haven't quite mastered how to talk with it yet. I'm working on it. I need to work on it. This is a perfect place to work on it, though, because I can't just be taking them out. So I chose to have them in 22 hours a day, which because I'm dumb, when I signed up for that, I was like, okay, that gives me six hours to have them out each day. What the what? 22 hours. There's 24 hours in a day. What what was I thinking? I don't even today. I was like, how long have I had him out? Because I ate breakfast and I like drank up. I got a big coffee. Shout out to my friend Amanda who sent me a Starbucks gift card for my first day of work. Thank you so much. I got a venti coffee, which I never get. And so I had it out for a little while longer. I was like, oh, it's good. I can have it out for 22 hours a day. And then I was in the shower. I was like, wait a second, 22 hours a day. That's only two hours that I'm allowed to have it out. So I can't even have it out for like an hour each meal. I really feel like this is going to eliminate lunch for me. Anyways, whenever I start recording again, I always do a test 
And so I just did test, test, test. Brett's so rude. He had me say suffering succotash the other day and he was videoing me. So, I mean, it's a it's just we're all going to have to adapt. OK, it's a little lispy, but it should get better. I pray to God. I guess I didn't really think this through. I mean, it has to get better. You just learn how to you just let me let me try really hard. OK, let me try to talk without a lisp. I mean, it's hard. I guess you just get used to it. Like, first of all, when I first put these in, they send you like a filing thing so you can file down any rough edges. And so I tried to do that, but it didn't really work. And then I realized this is probably just like breaking in shoes. Like there's not there's not normally this like, you know, thing bracing your teeth in your mouth. So, of course, your tongue is going to be sore in a few areas and like other parts of your mouth until it breaks it in or until it's used to having something else in there. And then it won't feel that way anymore. So like. My tongue last night was really hurting because when I talk or when I drink water, it rubs against like a certain part of the like the contraption. But I went to sleep last night and probably wasn't moving my mouth a ton. So I woke up this morning and it didn't hurt anymore. But now it's starting to hurt again because I'm moving my tongue, I'm moving my mouth, I'm moving my face. So I got the bite on Saturday, put them in Saturday night because it says started on a night and then you have to have each tray in for a week. So I put it in Saturday night, had it in for probably mm, three hours, went to bed, but my allergies are so bad right now. So went to bed, couldn't fall asleep because my allergies were so bad and my mouth was killing me. So I ended up just taking them out because I was like, fuck this. Like I need to go to sleep, put them in the next day but then didn't have them in for a full 24 hours. So now I'm all fucked up because I didn't do what it said. Well, I did. And then I back, I pulled out. So now I think I'm just going to keep this tray in until next Monday night. So that I know that I have like a full week of 22 hours a day where it hurt, though, at first. It fin- I mean, I did take two more Tylenol today. But when I woke up this morning, I'm sorry. Is this going to be so annoying listening to me like this? I hope not. I hope you're laughing and not being like, wow, this is annoying. Um, It was really hurting yesterday when I first put them in. And I had so many dental hygienists in my DMs like, if it's hurting, it's not supposed to hurt. Like so many, so many. I didn't know I was friends with so many goddamn people in the dental industry. Well, actually, I have learned that over my journey with bite. But it didn't doesn't hurt like it's just discomfort. You know, your teeth are starting to shift and and they're moving and it hurts. And now it all makes sense. Like back in high school when I had braces, no wonder my dad used to take me. He always used to take me to Carl's Jr. after my orthodontist appointments. And I would get a Western bacon cheeseburger and I would bring it back to school and everyone would be so jealous. But my question is, how the hell was I eating that? Because your teeth are so sore. Like even when I pop these out to eat a meal, I have to chew so gently because they hurt. And it's like bringing me back to when I had braces. Why did I not complain more back then? I don't get it. What or did I? I don't remember, but it really was bringing me back to especially when you get the rubber bands and your bottom teeth were connected to the top. Oh, that hurt so bad. So everyone that I talked to said that it hurts the first couple days of each new tray. But the problem is with bite, you put in a new tray each week. You don't have the trays in for like a month or whatever. I don't know how Invisalign does it. No, you get a new tray each week. So why is bite able to do it so quickly? We they have this thing called hyperbite that they send in your package. So they send your entire treatment. They send um, a whitening gel that you put in the trays before you put them on your teeth. They send like a little carrying case um, and then they send the hyperbite. So the hyperbite is a it's 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 you charge it. So I charged it yesterday and there's a mouthpiece connected. So when you're ready to use it, you have to use it for five minutes each day. You unplug it. You put it in your mouth. 
just like set it on where the liners are, the aligners are. Oh, maybe that's what you call them. Alignment, aligners. Anyways, you set them in your mouth and then you press the button and it vibrates like different type of vibrations for five minutes straight. And then it turns off and you take it out. And the vibrations are supposed to help move your teeth quicker so that you don't have to have these in as long. So it says that it cuts the time down by 50%. So I was posting about how my teeth kind of hurt and someone said that has bite right now. Someone was like, if you use the hyper bite more than once per day, your teeth will hurt less. So Benny. Oh, never mind. <laughs> He's just eating and chewing on his toys and I'm yelling at him. Kip, carry on, Benny. Um, so, yeah, if you use the hyperbite multiple times per day, it's supposed to cut down on the pain, I guess. But um, you have to use it every day. Otherwise, it doesn't work because this is the whole reason that they're able to only have you wear these aligners for 11 weeks. Everyone's like, how the hell is it going to straighten your teeth in 11 weeks? The girl that I was talking to yesterday. Hold on. What are you doing? Go over there. Go, go, go. Go play with your toys. Go, go, go. You know, when you get out of the pool and you don't wash your hair, you're like too drunk or too tired or whatever. And then the next day, it's like if you have curly hair, especially it's like this certain type of curl that's like perfectly ringlet, but it's dirty, but it's chlorine, you know, that's what Benny looks like today. But I'm going to get to that. So the hyper bite is supposed to cut down your time. So I'm deaf. I already used it this morning. I'm probably going to use it again later, not to cut down my time even more. Oh, the girl that I was talking to that also has bite right now, she also said that her teeth weren't her bottom teeth. There was still one tooth that she wasn't happy with at the end. And so they sent her an additional eight weeks for free. So I'm really happy to know for, for, oh, I already said for free. So it's nice to know that they will work with you if your teeth, if you aren't happy with your teeth at the end. Obviously, I took a ton of pictures. I'm excited to look at the progress as I change out the trays each week. I'm excited to not talk like this. I'm just excited to be done with it. It's one of those things where when the package came on Saturday, which is why I put them in, I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, my teeth are going to be straight. I can't wait to get started. The packaging's so cool. So you're just like excited and you're only excited for 10 minutes and then you're like, fuck, this is going to suck. You know what I mean? Like, and I knew that was going to be the case. I was like, should I put them in tonight? Should I open the box? But you know, you just want to. It's like, because I, like I said, the packaging's cute. You're excited about getting straight teeth and then 10 minutes in, you're like, abort mission. <laughs> I was posting last week about the bird in the tree that is making all this fucking noise. It is the loudest bird. Let me find the video so that I can. This is the bird. That's not a very good video. I have a better one where he's like really fucking squawking. Fuck. I just tried to turn the volume up and it did the emergency thing on your iPhone. You know, when you are in an if you. Okay. (laughs) Fuck, this is a shit show. Excuse me. I was trying to turn the volume up. I, for some reason, thought that was on the right side, so I pressed it three times, and it did the emergency thing. If you didn't know that your iPhone did this, uh, you can set up emergency contacts. I have, like, eight in my phone. If you're ever in an emergency, if you fall, someone, if you're getting robbed, it if you press the right side of your iPhone three times in a row, it'll start an SOS. It'll count down from three, and it'll send your location to your emergency contacts, um, and it's great. If you didn't know about that, go into the health app, set up your emergency contacts. And then if you're ever in trouble, press that button. Okay, let's get back to the program. Let's here's a better video of the bird. I mean, it wasn't turned up all the way. I mean, can you not all day long? And I recently found like an eggshell in our gazebo and the bird goes from our house to the tree across from our house. 
but in our backyard. And so I was like, oh, it must have a nest up there. So my sister-in-law, she loves birds. She has bird books. She has bird feeders in her front yard. She's the bird woman. And so I sent her the noise because she knows bird noises. And she was like, oh, it's a magpie. And she was like, if it's going to the tree across from your house, it probably does have a nest on your roof somewhere. And it's that I forget what she said, but she said like, that's a totally a thing. And that if it's hawking all day like that, then it definitely has a nest somewhere. I am talking all day long. She also said that it's not scared of people. And I was like, I can't deal with it. It is slowly driving me insane. So she said, put something shiny in your yard, like tinsel or something, because that scares birds away. And then she found this article. She was like, yeah, hang some CDs like from your gazebo. I was like, oh, really? I'm going to hang CDs in my backyard? Like that's decor? And this was in the group chat, by the way. And so my sister-in-law's sister was like, that's very on brand for you, though. And I was like, rude. And she was like, I mean, you do have a boombox tattoo. And I was like, what the fuck am I, Mr. Holland's Opus? And they were all like, we've never seen that movie. I'm like, what? And they were like, what is it about? I was like, Mr. Holland's Opus. She was like, not helpful. I was like, I can't believe that you haven't seen Mr. Holland's Opus. It's a classic. They're like, what is it about? And then when I start describing it, it doesn't sound that appealing. But if you've seen Mr. Holland's Opus, you know there's a song, beautiful, 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 boy so I'm standing in the dog run when we're having this conversation and I send them a voice memo of me singing that song kind of like I just did for you only I'm laughing because I'm watching Benny take a shit and I'm singing them the soundtrack of Mr. Holland's opus let me find it and he sings beautiful 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 <laughs> beautiful boy <laughs> And so my sister-in-law said, not helpful. And then I sent them a picture of me in the dog run saying, just singing that to you in the dog run where the neighbors can probably hear me. I said, Mr. Holland's Opus is a conductor. His son's deaf and he's a great teacher and people love him. (laughs) And my sister-in-law was like, okay, I probably won't watch it unless we have a girls movie night. I'm like, hey, I got it on VHS. She's like, do you have a VHS player? I was like, no. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Cole, because that's his son's name. It's a great movie. I don't know if I would still think it was great. But anyways, I'm not hanging CDs in my backyard. Okay, can you imagine if all of a sudden there were just like hanging CDs? She's like, okay, get tinsel. I'm like, I don't I, I, I what are the other options? Can I if I mean, I'm just saying if Benny goes for that bird, I won't stop him. I won't. I can't handle it. I cannot. It's hot up here. This is where I'm going to be working in this office. I'm going to need to get a fan because it's God, it's like not even 1030 a.m. and I'm sweating. I'm dreading it getting hot outside. Well, I'm not because I oh, we laid out yesterday and it was so nice. But I at night, you know, we turn the fan on now and then Chuck won't come to bed. And then I feel like he's just up all night. And then I feel bad because Benny's in the bedroom. And it's just like today when we turned off the fan and woke up for the morning, Chuck immediately got in our bed. I'm like, oh, you poor thing. Speaking of birds, while we're on the topic, Brett was on call this weekend and he had to go out to this job on Friday. And when he pulled up, someone was like, oh, watch out for this ground bird's nest or whatever. And when Brett, no, no, no. Okay, wait, back, hold on, back up. When Brett got there, he saw this bird and he thought it was injured. It was like acting as though it was injured. And then he goes up to this guy and the guy was like, oh, no, 
this type of bird, when they have a nest, they nest on the ground, first of all. And if they see a threat coming towards their nest, they'll play dead or act like they're injured so that the prey will chase them instead of going over to the babies or the unborn babies. Isn't that wild? So Brett told me what type of bird it is. And then my sister-in-law pulled up a video because, again, she's the bird master. She also likes opossums. Or just possums. I can't remember which one it is. Because um, there's a difference, if you didn't know. She pulled up a video, and it's crazy. They really do. So there's a video of a guy, and he's walking up towards the nest, and the bird goes off to the side and acts like it's injured to try to get the prey to follow it, and then she runs away and goes back to her babies. Nature is fucking wild, man. Okay, we all had enough bird talk for the day. Perfect. Let's move on. Let me talk about the vaccine, because going into getting the vaccine, Benny, leave it. Speaking of vaccine, Benny gets his last vaccine today, which means we can take it for walks later this week. And I am fucking pumped. I was so scared going into the second vaccine because everyone on social media scared me. One girl in particular was like sending me all these messages saying that she was so sick, the sickest that she's ever felt. I don't think she's going to listen to this. So I'm not really tripping if she hears it and listens and realizes that it's her. I mean everyone's different. You can't predict how you're going to feel. But there is a few people, one in particular, that really scared me about getting this second vaccine, which is why even though I feel like it's annoying when people are like, this is how I feel. This is how I felt like a recap of how they feel after the vaccine. I felt that it was important just in case there was anyone like me that was so nervous. It was giving them unnecessary anxiety because the truth of the matter is you don't know how your body's going to react. So you can get opinions till you're blue in the face and you could have a total opposite reaction. So I went to go get the second vaccine. I was in and out within like a half an hour. This guy did not talk to me at all. The first girl was super chatty. He just poked me, told me to stay for 15 minutes. I was like, fuck that. I don't feel like staying. So I got a few snacks. I didn't get an ice cream this time because I knew Brett was going to take me to dinner and I just wasn't in the mood. I just wanted to get out of there. So I drove home. We went to Moss Taco Bar bar that night. I had one and a half drinks, came home, drank a ton of water, drank a, a drip drop, which I talked about in last week's podcast. And had a pretty early night. And then the next day I woke up. Oh, I also took some NyQuil. The next day I woke up and I just felt really tired. So I I woke up at like seven something. Then I went back to sleep. Benny, you're going to get locked up. That's it. Come on. Come on. Come on. You're going to get locked up. Over here. Over here. You have one more chance. Honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do when I actually start work tomorrow. Brett is obviously going to watch Benny, but... I can't be yelling at him like I am right now. What are you doing? You can't chew on any wires down there. You make me nervous. My biggest fear is that he's going to chew on like a wire to my microphone. It's not just that like I I want this equipment and I don't want it to get ruined for podcast purposes. I need it because this is how I do my job. You know, speaking of my job. Oh, my God. Too many tangents. Okay, let me make a note that I need to talk about this, too, so that I just don't go off on a crazy twig. That's it. You're going downstairs. Come on. Woke. Okay, let me try this again now that Benny's locked up. Woke up in the morning, felt tired, went back to sleep, and then basically slept all day. I didn't feel flu-like symptoms. My body didn't really ache. I didn't have the chills. I just had a headache and I was tired. Like I just feel felt a lot of brain fog, you know? But I felt okay. And then Like I said, I slept all day and then went to bed that night, took NyQuil again, woke up the next morning and I was wet. Like I could tell that I was sweating in my in my sleep. So I must have maybe had a fever. But then I woke up the next day and felt 
so clear. I guess it was just from all the sleep that I got. So refreshed. So it really was nothing besides sleepy. My whole thing is like, I can't wait till we find out more about Moderna. Well, the Pfizer CEO already said that within a year, you're going to need a third booster or that's what he thinks. I'm like, when are you going to know? And what's the deal with Moderna? Because I initially didn't realize this was something you were going to have to get more than once. I just thought it was a one and done, you know, like you get the vaccine and that's it. You're vaccinated. So I just feel like um, if getting it in the future, like I just know, hopefully I would have the same type of reaction, but I don't want people to get scared or be scared thinking that they're going to like be throwing up because that's I was like bracing myself for the worst. I went and got Pedialyte, hella Gatorades. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, I just feel really tired and have a headache, which manageable, you know? Thanks to everyone who sent me recommendations on laminating. Why did I say it like that? (laughs) On brow lamination and also products that I could buy to do it at home. My friend Violetta, she sent me a couple things on Amazon. One of them came last week. I haven't used it yet, though. I'm probably going to use it today because I need to go pick up my work equipment. So I'm going to get like, I didn't wash my hair. Like I'm not, I'm only going to be there for an hour, but I'm going to get like wear nice clothes and put makeup on. But my hair's looking a little greasy. Nothing I can do about that. I refuse to wash it again. But also when I was on um, Amazon buying all this stuff, I was like, I want to try to find another foot peel. So I don't have any Peloton statuses for you this week, but I do have an Amazon review in regards to this foot peel that I purchased. And it was like, you know, the sponsored one, which is the one that I always tend to go with. And it had really great reviews. But this review was like, it's great, but be careful. I was like, oh my God, that scares me. Be careful. Be careful for what? So this review is from Chris. This review is from Chris. Works as intended, but please be careful. I got this product because I had a lot of dry skin on my feet. This product works as intended. And if you look at other reviews posted, after two days, your foot starts to peel entirely. Soaking my feet helped with the peeling. After a week or so, the bottom of my feet were brand new. brand new feet. However, please be careful. I ended up falling, falling down the stairs because my feet were so smooth and I broke my hand. I definitely use this product again. However, this is the best part. I'd be very careful on surfaces with your new feet. I can't wait to have new feet. I got three of those bad boys came in the mail over the weekend. I plan on doing it tonight. I'm going to have brand new feet by the weekend. Be careful with your new feet. Fucking dead, dead, your new feet. Maybe I should start reading Amazon reviews instead of Peloton statuses. I'll keep you posted on how that goes. Um, We were talking about skating rink songs in last week's episode, and I just so happened to interview Nelly on Wednesday morning. I didn't know I was going to be doing that until after I'd recorded my podcast on Tuesday. It was like a last minute thing. But um, so I was getting ready to interview him. And then right after that, I was going to have lunch with my old boss. I do have some updates on that front, but I don't know if I'm going to tell you guys yet. Forget everything I said about that in last week's episode because I misunderstood what was happening. So there might be some things happening if you know what I'm saying. So I was getting I did the Nelly interview and then I had to go to lunch with my boss. And after that, I was getting the vaccine. So I was trying to get ready in the morning. And I was kind of rushing. And then I didn't know what to do with Benny because Brett was also working. So what did I lock him up in the crate? Because sometimes he whines. So am I going to hear him in the background of the Nelly interview? So I froze some peanut butter inside a Kong, put some treats in it. And then um, that's what I was going to use. I was just going to leave him downstairs because where I was sitting, if Brett were to come down and get him after his after his meeting was done, you would see him in the background of the interview. So I'm almost ready. And then I get a text from the label saying that they're ready like 10 minutes early. So I rush downstairs, throw the Kong in the thing and I sit down and I do the interview, but I'm sweating because I was rushing and I was panicking about Benny. So at first the interview is like, 
me telling him like, hey, do you remember me? And then I showed him the picture, blah, blah, blah. Then the interview got really good. And I talked to him about the skating rink songs. And I asked him what his what song reminds him of the skating rink. And first of all, he told me that the St. Lunatics album was actually recorded in the back of a skating rink, which is the coolest thing ever. But then he also said that the song that reminds him of the skating rink is a no future in your front. And then he started singing it. I cannot wait to post this interview on my Instagram because we just Nelly is my favorite person to interview. He always will be because he actually has a conversation with you he doesn't just answer your questions like he goes off and tells other stories he is just uh so great I love talking to him so even though I had a jam-packed day it was so nice to like sit down and have an interview that you know is gonna go well you know what I'm saying well you might not know what I'm saying but him and Ludacris are like my number one and that's basically how I started the interview I was like what do people always say when they come up to you and he was like let me tell you it never gets old here and it's hot in here I'm like yeah I bet I was like well as a radio person everyone always asks like who's your best and worst interview I obviously didn't say who my worst was it's little yachty little yacht little boat but I did say I was like you are my number one like best interview and then I kind of elaborated on that and then I I heard Benny start to wrestle like there must the peanut butter must have been gone out of the Kong so I had like two more questions for him and then I just ended up cutting it it's funny though because when you're doing an interview it seems like you haven't been talking for very long but when I stopped it and then I got a copy of it it was 18 minutes long so I'm like oh I cut it at the perfect fucking time I will be sharing that on my Instagram. I'm just waiting for my boss to like put the graphics on it. So it has the K-Duck stuff on it. So I don't want to post it just looking like it's my own. Like I did it on, did it by myself because I did it through the radio station. So once that is done, I will be posting it so that you can see it. Speaking of Benny, I mean, I talked a little bit about his food last week, how I was putting pumpkin in with his food. (sighs) He stopped eating it. And I know that he'll eat when he's hungry, but Like one time last week, I just put his kibble out with no pumpkin because he can't have pumpkin every time. He can't have something with his food every time. Like, I feel like I'm just creating a picky eater. I just put his kibble out and he went like two meals without touching it. So Brett finally mixed some pumpkin in and then he ate it. Or no, he mixed some like tuna chicken stuff in. But I got some chicken broth and he liked that the first couple times that he ate it. But then he fell off that too. So I just don't know. I mean... He'll And the weird thing is he'll eat the kibble. He goes crazy for it when I'm hand feeding it. Because what we do is we bowl feed three meals and then I hand feed one meal while I'm training, like teaching him to sit and stay and all that. So he loves it when it's out of my hand. But when it's in the bowl, for some reason, he's not about that life. So just one of those weird things. I don't know what to do, but I don't want to keep mixing things in with this food because then he's just going to expect that every time. He also seems to not like the pool, like he's scared of it. And I don't know if that's because Brett keeps forcing him in, but Brett keeps putting him in so that he knows how to get to the stairs. But then he's like scared of it when we're out there, which I don't want. So yesterday I was like, stop putting him in there because I don't want, I don't want him to be scared of the pool. I want him to like it. But right now he does not like it let me tell ya and he looks so raggedy so we're taking him later to do a bath once Brett gets off work and then we're gonna take him to get his final shots and ugh, oh my god I can't wait so my question to you is for those of you that have dogs that love the pool did they always love the pool or did they not like it at first I don't know if it's just too cold for him right now or what the deal is, but I'm curious. Tell me what your dog water situation is because I have seen people post on Facebook that their dogs are scared of water. And like, we want to take Benny to the beach. Like we want him to be a water dog. So um, any tips on acclimating him with the water? One of my friends keeps saying like, once you get it, once he likes the water, you're never going to be able to keep him out of it. But I'd rather that than have him be scared of it because we're always going to have a pool and we want to like play ball with him in the pool and 
want to have like yesterday he was straight up scared he wouldn't go to brett at all he was hiding behind me because he knew that i wasn't gonna throw him in the pool and then any suggestions with the food thing although i do know that every dog is different i'm just curious to hear like what you've done with your dogs i want him to just be a free feeder so that i and i could stay strong it's not me it's brett so brett saw that he didn't eat his meal last week whenever it was sitting out for like hours and he was like, oh, the poor guy's starving. I was like, he's not. Because if he was, he would eat. I'm like, I just want him to be a free feeder. But then Brett goes and mixes something in. And then I'm grossed out if like a bowl of pumpkin and kibble is sitting out. So if he doesn't eat it, I'll toss it. It's just a whole thing. Like, I would just rather leave kibble in the bowl, let him eat it when he wants. And then every once in a while, I'll throw him a bone, put some pumpkin in, mix some chicken broth in. But he can't have chicken broth and kibble every meal or pumpkin and kibble every meal. Like, it's just what happens when someone's washing it, watching him for us. Then we have to wash his face after because it's just everywhere. I mean, I just want him to free feed when he wants to graze with his kibble. And I was shocked. Only three people when I did a poll on Instagram said that grazing with dogs is not a thing. And everyone else said that it was a thing. So I'm so happy to learn that because Chuck's a grazer. Some people did reach out and say, you better hope that Chuck doesn't start eating his food. I was like, oh, Chuck would never. And then last week, Benny's sitting with me in the living room and I hear crunch, crunch, and Chuck's not by his bowl. I'm like, this little fucker. So I walk around the corner and Chuck has his face in Benny's food bowl. And then he gets a drink of water out of Benny's bowl. I'm like, Benny hates his bowls, but Chuck sure does love them. So I, maybe I'll just switch them bowls. I have like a hydro flask, you know, um, I always ha I only like ice cold water. Brett always says, because I drink a ton of these a day. They're like 40 ounces. And he's like, yeah, but you don't really drink 40 ounces each time because it's full to the brim with ice. I'm like over. Uh, it does melt. But I like ice cold water. So when Brett fills up our water bottles, he only puts a little bit of ice in mine and then it melts and then the water is still cold. But I like having lots of ice in there. But I might have to stop doing that because like little chunks of ice will I'll get them in my mouth now when I'm drinking, but I can't chew on them with this Invisalign. So I have to like gum it or like just suck on it till it melts and it's inconvenient or I've been trying to like push them back into the water bottle with my tongue but then I just backwash everything that's in my mouth back into my water bottle I guess you really didn't need to know that <laughs> I haven't gotten Brett's little hand motion for go pee I'm gonna try to do that today we'll see I did get him to do it this weekend but I wasn't videoing it um but he also has this thing that he does with Benny you know um I would say it's like a dance that they did in like the 80s or 90s when you or maybe the 60s. I don't know where you. OK, so you have your hands on your knees and then you crisscross your hands and you like move your knees. So that it looks like you're you know, what I, you know what I'm talking about, right? So when Brett wants Benny to come to him, he does that and Benny goes crazy for it. OK, and he always does it when he's like trying to get him to come with him to go to the bathroom or right when he gets home. It's just like their thing. So Saturday morning. Brett, oh, Benny can hear me saying his name. So Saturday morning, Brett gets up before me and um, I hear him go, oh, oh, no. So our thing on the weekends is or even during the weekday, sometimes we'll wake Brett. Brett wakes up like six. He'll take Benny out and then he'll put him back in his crate for like an hour and then he'll take him back out again. When he takes him back out again, sometimes he doesn't take him straight out. He'll like try to get him to eat his breakfast first. Well, whenever he does that, Benny pees on the floor. So Saturday, that's exactly what happened. He put took him out, put him back in his crate, took him back out again and then tried to feed him but instead Benny just peed on the floor Brett was pissed even though it was our own fault for not taking him directly out and so Brett wants Benny to come to go outside 
to show him where he's supposed to go to the bathroom. So he does that thing, only he does it with like a scowl on his face, like he's pissed off. And I am la I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my whole entire life. So I'm gonna try to get that on video for you too. Hopefully Brett will do it. But oh my God, it was like he did it. Normally he does it like a goofy look on his face, but this time it was like, come here. I'm doing this dance that's the silliest thing ever because I want you to come over here. Oh God, it was freaking hilarious. He also has been telling him down a lot because he likes to hop up on people or up on the couch or up on the table. So Brett goes down and I'm like, you sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger down. <laughs> I'm trying to finish this because I have a call at 11. You guys, I'm so excited. So May 1st, April 30th is my birthday, but I'm going to dinner with my parents. And then May 1st, I'm going to have just like a little family BBQ swim party over here. But, you know, Barb Bliss that I talked about in a previous episode, I want her to come and make cocktails for the party because I just hate alcohol these days. Like the Topo Chico seltzers are good, but I just don't. I just want a nice craft cocktail that I can drink by the pool all day. So I'm hoping she's going to call me at 11. I'm hoping that we can come up with something. Um, we had talked about previously coming up with like a black cocktail for Chuck, you know, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling that at the moment. It sounds a little aggressive. <laughs> so I'm hoping that we can come up with something and that she can actually come out. I'm hoping that she's free that day so she can actually come out. But if not, I'm just going to get the pre-made um, cocktails and pour myself here. Oh, I'm so excited. I just wanted something to make it feel like a little more special and my drink. I just never know what to drink these days. I started watching The Circle over the weekend. Season two. Holy shit. It is so freaking good. Um, I won't spoil too much, but there's this girl on there from Too Hot to Handle. She's from England and she is so fucking dumb. I cannot even handle how dumb she is. There's a couple dumb people, but she's by far the worst. She didn't know who Lance Bass was. First of all, I guess was NSYNC not a big thing in England? I forgot I needed to ask Brett about that. But holy shit, she is just so dumb. I can't even handle it. I feel like she's really young. I think it said like 21 or 22. So that explains part of it. She also talks about a porn star martini, which made me send out a tweet that said, tell me you're a girl from England without telling me you're a girl from England. They all order porn star martinis. Like, I don't know why that's such a thing there. Oh my God, I'm having a really hard time saying these words. Fire bliss. <laughs> I think the name of this episode is going to be Lispy McGee or Lisp or Suffering Succotash. No, because I don't know how to spell that. Over the weekend, I hung out with my brother and my sister and my sister-in-law, and we were talking about text etiquette because my sister-in-law and my brother are the worst texters ever. For example, on Thursday, my brother texted me the plan for Saturday because we were going to meet up with my mom's cousin, which we did on Saturday. It was so much fun. And he sent me a text that basically said, this is the plan. Your sister, Shaylin, she's getting here at nine. We're going to come pick you up after. It takes like 40 minutes to get there. And then he put a period, and then he said, have a good day, period. And then whenever I text my sister-in-law, she just always says like, okay, period, thanks, period. And I'm like, you guys with their, with your periods, no emoji use, no haha. -ha. I was like, I didn't really respond to your text. I said this to my brother because you said, have a good day, which made me feel like you told me what you needed to tell me. And you didn't want to talk after that, which is why you included a have a good day, which is clearly not leaving this open for communication. Like you didn't want to start a conversation with me. And he's like, oh my God, I was at work. I thought that was nice. I was telling you to have a good day. And so 
now and then my niece has been trying to coach my sister-in-law how she could text better she's like you know maybe no, don't put a period an emoji will go a long way put a few ha-has in there and so my brother texted yesterday and my sister-in-law and they were like really putting emojis my sister-in-law was like notice how I didn't put a period after that last word do you guys have anything that drives you crazy with texting or is your text etiquette similar just like to the point periods no emojis no ha-has doesn't come across very friendly like I don't want to come across annoying but I also feel like I don't want to come across like hello this is me and this is what I have to say goodbye have a nice day which is how I feel when I'm texting both of them I'm like oh, okay cool so you don't want to you don't want to talk to me that's it okay so when I texted my brother back I was like okay sounds good and he was like look you texted back okay sounds good and I was like no I mean that was me being like my feelings were hurt he's like oh for crying out loud sometimes it honestly amazes me how little time it takes me to get ready like I just talked to Danny from Bar Bliss for eight minutes and I was completely my makeup was completely done by the time we got off the phone having lashes is just a game changer like a little tinted moisturizer some concealer some powder some bronzer some blush some highlight boom that's it like I don't even bother with eyeshadow anymore because I don't put any makeup on my eyes so my eyes look like they have like a tint to them because there's nothing on them like I don't touch them at all brilliant just got off the phone with Danny from Barbless. Let me tell you, she is amazing. She's so professional. <laughs> like, I just am blown away by how well she's running this business, Barbless, which I've talked about on a previous episode before. So she's actually has another event the weekend of my birthday. So she's going to um, make me craft cocktails and have it. She gets, talked about how she has it all set up for people that don't get the actual service, but get the cocktails ahead of time. And she makes it super simple for everyone to set it up. So she'll have, you know, what needs to be mixed, labeled and in order. And she sends with cups and straws and flowers to garnish. And I am just so excited. Oh, I can't wait to like really walk you through the entire process once. I've been through it because now that summer's here, if you're planning a backyard party or a family function and you're looking for a way just to like, you know, take it to that next level, I'm telling you, she is the one. I look at these cocktails on her page and it makes me want to drink. Like I'm like, oh my God, they look so good and they look so refreshing. So I'm 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 so excited so far with how everything is going. I can't say enough good things about her. Like she's just she's so great. So we're going to she's going to send me a list. We're going to go through and try to pick a cocktail that I like. And then she's going to drop it before the event, um, just like a couple days before. And then I'll be able to mix it myself. She'll tell me how to set it up to make the presentation look nice. And then she even gives me a glass bottle so that if I have any leftovers, I'm able to store it and drink it later. Oh, I'm so excited. My dad texted me the other day and was like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, I have no idea. I kind of want a pair of roller skates, but will I use them? I don't know, because the skates that I have right now, they're summers and she, their feet are hella small. My feet don't fit in them. I'm like, would I roller skate with Benny? Would I, would I actually, are roller skate skating rinks ever going to open back up? Because whenever I go and I wear these, I can only skate for a little bit because my feet are like dying inside. But do I really want that? Last year I had him get him, get me running shoes. I'm like, I have no, I don't. I can't think of anything that I want. I want to tell him to just give me money, but then Brett will make me use it towards like bills or something. He'll be like, oh, we have to pay for the fence or I don't know, something. And then I won't get to use it on something that I like. So I actually want something tangible. Have you guys heard me talk about something that I want? If so, let me know. <laughs> I should look at my Amazon wish list. Although I feel like everything that I put on my Amazon wish list is just like, actually, maybe there is something on there. My Amazon wish list, lash serum, 
a food shopper, a pop-up tent for Benny. Let me tell you. Okay, on Amazon, you know how you can buy some things used. Well, I found this pop-up tent that I thought would be perfect for Benny, so I bought it for him, and I bought it used, and it just said minor cosmetic damages on the top. So I get it and the zipper's missing on the case. I'm like, no big deal. It's for outside, you know, it's just so he could have some shade because he likes to sit next to me. But I'm like, dude, you need to be in the shade. So I open it up. There is straight up dried dog shit inside and dirt. I was fuming. I I wrote, I obviously am returning it. And I wrote this like scathing message. I was like, I have a puppy that isn't fully vaccinated. Um, Gently used with cosmetic damages does not mean dog shit and dirt inside. Like I'm, I was so mad. So I want to buy him a new one. So I have that on my wish list. Um, Body fat scale, puppy gate, dog bed, ladder, um, a portable. Oh, a portable. Ooh, that would be a good idea. So I've started thinking ahead of like whenever we're going to go to England this year and how I'm going to record my podcast, my radio shows and stuff. I can't bring my setup now is like official. Like I have a soundboard, I have a microphone, but there are also people that travel and do podcasts just, you know, from portable microphones. So there's one someone suggested to me and it's on my Amazon wish list and it's like a portable recorder. Hmm. Maybe that would be something to look into, like a like a microphone that I can take with me so that when I travel, I'm still able to do my podcast, do my radio show. Or when I travel, should I just like take time off? <laughs> like, should I just be like, fuck it, I'm not doing my podcast this week and enjoy my life? I don't know. Waterproof shower speaker, a portable iPhone charger that's only $14, that uh, Bath and Body Works candles, chocolate grams that I couldn't find anywhere, pasta substitute, um, matcha. I've been, I've, oh, I want to try a matcha latte. You know, now that I'm not doing Whole30, I should try one. Um, a wine chiller, macadamia nut oil treatment in a bottle, a nightlight, a cat hammock. <laughs> Oh my God. One of those Bluetooth microphones that people were getting on TikTok for a while and like driving around and saying things. And then Jackie Schimmel got one, a book, another book, an ice cream ball so I can make ice cream at home, hand sanitizer, a jar warmer. Oh, for leftover candles when I still want, you know, Bath and Body Works, you know, you can, they have so much like candle left. Sometimes they won't light. So this is a jar warmer so that you can um, kind of like a Scentsy. Hmm. A lot. Oh, this mirror that might. Okay, so I got a mirror a long time ago, like a full length from Bex, and it's a jewelry box inside, but I don't like it. It's like too small. I thought I was going to love it, and then I got it home, and I'm like, I regret ever buying this. But my friend Anna got one, and she posted about it, and I've had it on my wish list ever since. It's like one that goes on the wall and it opens, and it's a jewelry thing. It's 130 bucks. Hmm. A bunch of neon signs. Remember when I was into the neon sign thing? God, I want some floating shelves for the office, a mini fridge, more cat stuff, books. That's it. Okay. Now that was really not helpful. I'm glad that you are you guys still here listening to this. I don't know why I felt the need to walk you through all that. I definitely don't need. So we have a wine rack in our in our kitchen and I'm obsessed with it. We got it as a wedding gift from Courtney and Nate and it's wood. It's handmade. So you put wine glasses or wine um, bottles on the top and then we have wine glasses hanging from the bottom. We just got some plastic ones that still look nice because I was scared to do glass. The thing is, a bottle of wine doesn't stand a chance in our house. So right now we have um, this black cat bottle of wine that my friend Brie got me for Christmas. That I will never open. I'm literally obsessed with it. 
And then a long time ago when Game of Thrones was still on, we got this bottle of Johnny Walker that we thought was going to be a collector's, but I still see it on shelves. But neither of us drink that. So it's just sitting in the wine rack and it has a White Walker on it. Like trash. We look like college kids. Trash, trash, trash. Now the cat wine bottle, that is fine up there. But the Johnny Walker thing, it's got to go. Like it needs to go somewhere else. And I want to just get two buck Chuck wine bottles and put them up there. So at least it looks like, you know, but they will they won't stand they don't stand a chance they will get drank and then we will have nothing up there again and someone said why don't you just put empty wine bottles but you can tell that they're empty I don't want to do that so I need a solution for that I want our wine rack to look full but we can never get ahead on wine like we buy a few bottles and then then we drink a few bottles so the wine rack always just looks like shit my mouth is really starting to hurt with all this talking I'm going to need to wrap it up and I have to go to work soon to pick up my equipment and get my work badge and meet my boss. Hopefully she doesn't think my hair looks greasy because I didn't wash it. I had to borrow a shirt from my sister-in-law because when I left the state, I was like, fuck this. I'm never going back to corporate world. I threw away all my work clothes, all my slacks, all my shirts, everything. It's gone. I was like, radio till I die. That was a mistake. Now I have nothing. So when she came over this weekend, I was like, can you bring me a shirt that's long sleeve that will cover up all my tattoos that I can wear to go into work to pick up my equipment? Still don't have slacks. I'm going to wear like black like legging things. And my sister-in-law also gave me a pair of Rothy's that don't fit her. Like I will be meeting my manager, but how dressed up do I need to be to do this? Hopefully this is good enough because... I'm also going to be like, hi, I normally don't have this list, but I know I'm about to start a job where I'm going to be talking to people. The good news is there's training for seven weeks. So by the time I'm done with training, I'm almost going to be done with these fucking aligners. So because it's hella hurting my tongue and I'm going to have to talk more today, let's get into the last thing that I want to talk about, which is something my sister-in-law brought to my attention this weekend. Cal- she basically saw this TikTok that said every everyone has an accent. And Brett and I argue about this all the time. I'm like, you're the one with the accent. Californians, we are vanilla yogurt. And then, you know, all the other states, like you're putting toppings into the vanilla yogurt. Like we are the bog standard. This is where the accent starts. Like this is this is it. My sister-in-law saw a TikTok about the Californian accent. I was like, what accent? And she said, we don't pronounce our T's. And I was like, huh? Sacramento, cat, um, rat. Um, what are other ones that we came up with? Shirt. Like, I don't say shirt. I say shirt. And so we started going down the rabbit hole of these TikToks. Art. Like art. Art. I don't say art. So besides words that start with the T... Can you please tell me if you pronounce your T's? Podcast. I guess that one. Oh, there's a good one. Podcast. Yeah, I say my T. It's very, it's still very, still very, uh, it's not a very harsh T, but it's there. Um, what else? Hate. Hate. The word hate. Hate. I, I, I mean, sh- tank. Oh no, that starts with the T. <laughs> we had a whole list and now I can't think of any of them, but it's Santa Cruz. Monterey like it's so true we don't pronounce our t's or do we do you pronounce a hard t what are some other words start going through words with the t and tell me do you pronounce the t it's fucking mind-blowing right okay I gotta cut it short because these bites bite bite I say would say bite 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 yeah see these are fucking killing me So I got to cut it, but I feel like I've been talking for a long time anyways. So um, maybe I'll add something else to the end of this. If something else happens, maybe I'll add something after my last, my first day tomorrow. We'll see. Maybe not. Either you're going to hear something after this, or you're going to hear the guy saying, don't forget to rate review and follow us on Instagram at what the Chuck podcast.